Hi, folks. Welcome. Thanks for joining us on The Cream of the Crop, a podcast dedicated to agriculture. We talk to top leaders, share top ideas, and discuss top trends and products. We get to the heart of ag and put the issues on the table. Hi, folks, and welcome. This is Justin Machel, joined by co-host Walt Shapley, and we thank you for joining us today on Cream of the Crop. We have a great episode lined up for you. It's July, and for those that don't know, it's National Blueberry Month here in the U.S. Walt, uh, you know, July typically represents the peak of the harvest for blueberries here in North America, and while the industry is busy promoting the many benefits of blueberries to consumers, I thought it'd be a great time for us to get together and talk about what we're doing here at Highland for the blueberry industry. Walt is our Director of Marketing and Customer Experience here at Highland. And what what I'd like to do for our listeners is have a brief discussion with some Q&A about some of the products we offer and if you got some examples of how they're being used in current customers who are blueberry farmers or packers. And so let's just jump right in. I want to put my farmer hat on. I'll ask some questions and just feel free to, you know, answer away. So let's start at the farm level. What kind of products, what kind of solutions, what do you have for me as a farmer to help me in my business? So Justin, that's a, that's a great question. And, you know, about five years ago, we started looking at one of the biggest needs that farmers have, and you talk about this all the time, about looking at your farm as a true business and running it as a business. And in today's environment, it has to be that way. So we wanted to take all the incredible knowledge that a lot of farmers have, which is generational. I mean, maybe three or four generations of knowledge. And we wanted to bring that forward with technology. We wanted to virtualize the farm, the entire operation, put it in the palm of your hands, use the technology that's out there. I always use the example that if I see your shirt and I say, wow, that's an amazing shirt. And you tell me what brand it is, no matter where I'm in the world, two days from now, where is it at? It's sitting on my doorstep. So the technology is out there, but nobody has really taken it to that farm level in a way that any size farmer, whether you're a small farmer, a medium-sized organization, or a huge marketer, large corporate farm, could then really tap into that in a way that you could see everything in one place. There's a lot of software out there. There's a lot of plans and programs. They're all from different companies, and they don't talk to each other. And we wanted to put together a program where you could go to one place and see everything. We call that FS365, okay? And that stands for being food safe, audit ready, 365 days out of the year. No matter when somebody came in or wanted to look at your operation, you had everything ready to go. That's how we started. We built it from the farm perspective. All of our customer service team is in-house. All of our code writers, as we call them, our developers are in-house. And when we started doing this, the first thing we did was download all the schemes that people would audit to. And the second thing we did is took our code riders into the field on field trips, put them in front of a farmer and said, what do you need? What are you looking for? What would help you? And that's how we developed this program. And everybody looks at it goes, wow, you guys really nailed it. I mean, this thing really covers everything. Does the software cover farm inputs, maps? What does the software kind of cover? Where does it help me? I know a lot of farmers are going to ride around the truck with our notebook, right? And it's either in my head or it's on the notebook and that's how I keep my records. So is this a record keeping deal or what kind of software is it? So we start with what we call crop IQ. Crop IQ is where we basically take all of your shape files, your maps, break down your season, your blocks, set up your season where you can basically capture all the inputs for that farm, those blocks, those commodities in that season. Whether it's your spray records, where you got your seed from, what vendor you got it from, what lot number. Again, being able to track all that from the time you step on the soil until that product you know is sold or packed. On the farm side, we're going to capture all those inputs. We 
we talk about weather. We have what we call a weather tree. That is a solar powered weather station that captures data about the weather on your farm every five minutes, 24 hours a day. And then again, in Bray Records, anything you spray, your consumables, you can track all that stuff, the cost, the inventory. And this allows you virtually in the palm of your hand, whether it's a phone, an iPad, sitting in your tractor, you can you can do all your inputs, capture those, be ready for an audit virtually. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And then pull a report at the end of the season or historically over a number of years and have all those inputs and information at the tip of your finger. So not only is this a computer system, but it's optimized for the phone so the grower can use it wherever he is. If he's in the farm somewhere, in the tractor, in his truck, if he sees something, he can pull up an app. I'm assuming it's an app and you can pull it right up and do whatever you need to do. Correct. So we have an app in the App Store and Google Play and it resizes perfectly to any device that you would use so we don't restrict you there. Uh, it's all cloud-based so that allows you to basically anywhere you have an internet connection to be able to access the program and your data. A lot of growers use like crop scouts, folks that come out to the farm and look at certain things. Can a grower give access to that scout and have him actually work within that application and do some inputs and, and put some notes in there for him? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, through permissions, because it's your program, you can set all your permissions. If you have CCAs or you're, you're paying somebody to scout your fields, they can also have access to your program and actually do that scouting report right on their phone, take a picture of what they're seeing, drop a pin, get a latitude and longitude, know exactly where it is instead of saying, well, if you go to the South Farm, the third row over halfway down on the left, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so again, use that technology to help. Now you mentioned food safety and you're talking about being audit ready at any time. How does that work? Uh, right now I've got three ring binders out the wazoo, right? I've got 23 ring binders. I got people running all around trying to make sure we get our paperwork done right and get it all in. And right before an audit, it's like madhouse around there, right? We're trying to look through everything, make sure everything's in order. Everything's right. Do we have everything covered, you know, before the auditor gets here? How does this FS365 system work? So let's back up just a little bit and talk about how you get the data in the first place. You mentioned the three ring binder. Everybody's got paper logs. They got clipboards walking around. And traditionally, uh, you send somebody out to do a pre-harvest inspection or maybe a pre-operational inspection. Maybe they're checking cooler temperatures, you know, every hour or a dump tank, something like that. And then you're relying on that person to get that paper back to you. You're busy. You're doing 10 things, which... We know that's how it works. This stuff stacks up on the corner of your desk, and eventually you have to get that, one, verify it's correct, two, approve it, and then get it into that binder, okay? What we're able to do is have that same person take their phone out of their pocket, look at that log online on their phone, check off and complete that log, and it automatically goes into the virtual three-ring binder. And if you're the approval, there's approval roll, you're notified, you can do your approval. So all the paperwork goes away. So now we're capturing all that data. And by the way, if a log is not filled out when it's supposed to be, it actually changes to a past due status and you're notified. If you have a HACCP plan, you have critical limits, on your dump tank or on your cooler or something of that nature, and they log in something that's outside of those critical limits, you're immediately notified. So there's a lot of notifications in here that help you as a food safety professional or as a plant manager or a farm manager to know what's going on real time. So once it's automatically put in that three ring binder, now you can access that immediately 
So if you did have an unannounced audit or an EPA or FDA inspector came in, your records are always up to date and ready to go. So you're taking all the documents that I have today in my three ring binders and you're digitizing those. That way it's in an online form, it's in the app, and then I can assign who needs to go, who's in charge of this one, who's in charge of that, and assign roles and, and all that, right? That's correct. 100% virtual elimination of all three ring binders, all labels, all SDSs, all logs, including things like your lab samples that come back in can be tied into this. So you're taking my farm. I heard you mention uh, like dump tanks and stuff. So this is applicable to the packet facility as well. So you're taking my farm and you're you're mapping everything out. You're getting it down to a block. We're looking at varieties. We're looking at different plantings and you're tracking all my input costs. And then you're tying all that to my food safety records as well, right? So everything is synchronized in that system. That's correct. You know, one of the things that I would be concerned with as a farmer is, you know, I like my paper records, right? I've been doing this for, a long time. I can go back to my binders and I can see this has been done and that's been done. How do I know in the digital world here, you mentioned the virtual three ring binder. Are there ways I can go and check on all this stuff and just make sure that it's right, that I have a peace of mind moving from paper records to, to this digital system? That's a great question. We see that a lot where people have that comfort zone, you know, their security blanket. We've heard that term used, my three ring binder. But let's think about what that entails. You come into a conference room and an auditor comes comes in and you lay out an entire table full of binders. And then you spend anywhere from six to 14 hours, depending on your audit, going from book to book to book, trying to find what he's looking for to verify that you actually did what you said you were going to do. Okay. A paper's missing and you get hit on that. Something didn't get in the book. The way ours works, everything being in the software is you can immediately access that. And you can also have notifications where again, if something's not put in, then you're notified. If something's not done, you're notified. I had a company come to me a couple of years ago. They offered like a record keeping system, you know, a system of files. I could upload my documents to it, but it was just an uploading system. And I had a tough time figuring out where to find all the documents during an audit, right? Whereas this question, what documents related to that question and this one, and it was just a total disaster. And we went away from that and back to our paper records again. How is yours going to be better than, than just this record keeping system? Yeah. So we've heard that a lot. I, we tried this and it didn't work. It, it was more cumbersome, went back to the old way of doing things. So the first thing that we did is we loaded all the schemes. So whether you're doing a Primus audit, Global Gap, USDA, SQF, whatever that audit is, we've loaded all those schemes question for question, word for word into the software. And when people onboard with our software, the first thing our onboarding team does is we take your scheme that you're auditing to, we take all your logs and all your SOPs, we load them into our system exactly the way you have them now. So there's no learning curve there. You're still reading and seeing the same thing you've always done. And then we link them to the audit and to the questions they apply to. So when somebody wants to look at it and they want to verify, they simply can go to question 1.01.02. Here's what it is. Here's my description of it. And here's all the logs and SOPs linked to that right there. They can also then click on that log and see any revisions that were done. So everything is linked together. We like to say it's the easy button. It's very, very complicated, but yet for the end user, it's incredible. 
incredibly simple to use. Yeah, it sounds like it's a very intuitive system and everything's linked. It's different than just a document management system. Correct. This is what I'm getting at. And that's what we tried a couple of years ago and it just failed miserably. You mentioned different auditing schemes. I know there are certain marketers or growers that have like social audits and depending on your customer base and your retailers, you could be having eight different audits, right? Can you support more than just a Primus audit? Can you do multiple audits? How does the system handle multiple things? Right. So you have two sides of that coin. One is you have your auditing bodies like Primus, like WQS, like USDA, and then your social audits. And every year there seems to be another one and another one. We see it in advertising. We're advertising now saying that our product is socially responsible, you know, that sort of stuff. There's a new one out of the UK that a lot of one are picking up. You mentioned virtual. I was going to ask that question with the COVID-19 pandemic going on, right? I know traveling is an issue, social distancing, all that. How does this system support doing audits remotely? I mean, is there any chance now because everything is digital that auditors can look at this remotely where they just can come out and do the farm audit and the packing house audit on site quickly, but they can do all that six hours worth of paperwork review. Can they do that remotely now that you guys have a digital system? Yes, yeah, interesting you bring that up. So for five years, we have been ringing that bell saying there's no reason that you couldn't do a lot of the audit virtually. I mean, it's just looking at records and documents. And because of COVID-19, a lot of the auditing bodies, in fact, most of them now, allow for a virtual, what you want to call a desktop audit. Primus had a big announcement just a few months ago where they've gone to that also. So what we're seeing is a 70% reduction, up to a 70% reduction in audit times. That's the response we're getting back from not only our customers, but also the auditing bodies, okay? And so what they're allowed to do is to get a read-only temporary password where they can access these records, these logs and SOPs, and look at them before they ever show up. One great example just happened with a very large watermelon marketer. They had their audits. When they did the farm part, the auditor was very concerned because her elderly mother is living with her. And she was very concerned about being around people she didn't know, you know what I'm talking about, on the farm. So the food safety manager had her laptop on the hood of her truck, and the auditor had her laptop on the hood of her truck and they were about 10 foot apart and they were able to do that audit right there without even getting close. And the auditor thanked her profusely for being able to do that. So yes, they can do that remotely now and that's a huge shift in what historically has been this audit process. And I was going to ask too about like scalability of this, right? So it seems like it would be, you know, pretty simple to do a one-off operation. We're all integrated. I got all my people here. But what about multiple farms, multiple operations? or say I'm a marketer and I've got 100, 200, 300 different growers. Is the system scalable? Can a marketer use it and manage all their growers underneath the one umbrella? How does it work when you get into multiple different instances? Absolutely. Our smallest grower that is on our software right now is a six acre blackberry farm. Okay. Our largest has multiple packing houses in many states, in many growing regions, hundreds of employees. Okay. So it's, it's very, scalable, whether it is your company with multiple packing houses, multiple farms in multiple states or regions, or if you're a marketer. So let's say you've got 30 or 40 outside growers. 
okay? You don't control their farm. They do. It's their farm. But you're packing that product under your label. And if there is a food safety issue or recall or something like that, you know what? It's your name on it, not theirs. And everybody knows that, okay? So what the software allows you to do is to see that each one of those farms is following the best food safety protocol you can possibly do. It gives you total transparency. And it allows you to see what's going on all the way down to the farm level, no matter where it's at. I just have to think, too, like if I'm talking to you and we're in the middle of our season, for instance, right? And I'm interested, but I've already got half my season records in my three ring binders. I may be a little leery about the timing, right? Because we're really cranking out right now. We're midway through. An audit may be coming up in a month or two. Is there any issue with, I guess, having paper records and then transitioning to your digital platform in the middle of that? What kind of things can you talk about there and what could you help me understand with that? That's always an issue. Every time we onboard somebody is where are they at in the auditing cycle? Where are they at in their in their season? And the biggest challenge we find would be more from a season standpoint is how busy you are when you're harvesting. I mean, you take the blueberry industry right now in the Pacific Northwest, in Michigan, New Jersey, where it's really hot and heavy right now. We know these guys work in seven days a week, anywhere from 14 to 20 hours a day. They got to get that crop in. They got to get it packed. They got to get it shipped. They don't have time to look at this right they now. They don't right? have time to look at anything. <laughs> so one of the questions we ask is, where are you at right now, timing-wise? And sometimes they'll want to wait a month or two, okay, to where things slow down, they can actually focus on this. There's a very, very short learning curve with the software and getting them onboarded. But most of the heavy lifting, if you will, of getting their records into our software, our onboarding team does that for them. Now, if they're within a month or so of their audit, we're going to say, you know what? Let's just wait. You do it off what you currently have. If you're in the middle, then you actually could start the software, continue to do your paper. Uh, We've had people that have done half the audit off the software, half off their books, and then moving forward, it's 100% on the software. So it's very flexible. No issues with with transition of that. What kind of resources does it take to onboard? You mentioned that a lot of the heavy lifting is done by your team. What would be required from the food safety manager and the ag business side? How many resources? How much time? How does that typically work? So we typically take 14 days. We ask for 14 days to get you fully onboarded. You have typically your maps already in shapefiles on your computer. All your logs and SOPs are in Word documents on your computer. You simply send those to us, and our team starts putting them in the software, making that transition. And then I'm assuming there's a set of approval processes and and things to make sure that everything's checked off right and nothing was missed in translation. Absolutely. We go through, we walk through, show everything, get your approval. You approve all those documents. You approve everything that we've done. And then we spend some time talking about permissions. Who has permission to fill out logs? Who has permission to complete those logs? Who has permission to create? create or update a log or an SOP. And I was going to ask about data security, right? Because I'm a grower and I haven't done anything with digital yet. Now I'm going to turn all this over to you guys and and it's up in the cloud somewhere. How do I know it's secure? How do I know this is safe that nobody else can look into it? Uh, You mentioned an auditor can can look at it with some sort of password. Can they just come in at any time and see my data? How does that work? I, I would be a little freaked out by that if I'm a farmer, right? Yeah. So first off, we're extremely proud to be, as far as we know, the only software company out there that has a published data covenant that we give to every one of our customers that says under no circumstances will we sell, give away, or release your data 
without your written permission. So your data is totally secure within our system from that standpoint. It's your data. If you want to give it away to somebody else, that's your business. Let us know. Be happy to accommodate that. We use Microsoft Azure is our cloud, military-grade encryption. There's um, six facilities in the United States. If one of them burned down today, it's less than 10 minutes for the next one to be up with that data. And the last thing is, is you own the data. So if you were a customer of ours for, say, five years, and you sold your company, your farm, and the next person didn't want to use our program, basically, you get all your data back. So there's no chance of any of my competitors being able to get into the system and, and see what I'm doing or any of that kind Absolutely of stuff, right? Absolutely not. Every user is password protected. We don't have any issues there. Nobody can see anybody else's data within the program. One thing I want to bring up is, I'm sure you talked to some maybe older generational farmers, right, that may say, you know, Walt, this sounds pretty good, but this isn't the right time for me. I don't know anything about this software stuff. I think I'm too old for it. I don't know. What can you say towards uh, somebody that'd be a little leery of it that may be an elder farmer? Around our company, they joke about me. I'm the litmus test. You know, I'm 62 <laughs> years old and they say, if I can figure it out, anybody can. <laughs> so if something breaks on, uh, on the computer, it's mine. If something doesn't work, it's mine. Okay. So we have a lot of fun with that. But the truth is, if you can do Facebook, if you could do Amazon, if you can do email, guess what? You can do our software. We really, really, really have, when we say, you know, the easy button, we have designed it that way. The second thing is the old joke when smartphones came out, people said, well, is there a 12-year-old in your house? Give it to them. They'll show you how to use it, right? But that's really the truth. Most organizations have really, really sharp people within that organization, and they pick this up very quickly. Part of our customer experience and part of our customer service is we have 24-hour support. We've produced over 30 one- to three-minute YouTube videos on every piece of the software, and we give that to every one of our customers. We have monthly webinars on the software, so there's a lot of back-office support for everyone of our customers. We make it really easy for them to learn the software. I was going to ask about the support. You talked about onboarding and you got a a good staff lined up for that. But if I'm in the middle of my season, it's 10 o'clock at night, something's not working right. I can get a hold of somebody or get some sort of support. Then, 100%. And all of our customer service are in-house employees here in our office. The same with our code writers. Everybody associated with our software, with this program, with this company is here live. So we don't outsource any of that stuff. It's right here in the United States. Right here in the United States, <laughs> right here in Florida. So just to recap, you've got software that I can manage my farm. We can manage the food safety program. It's all tied together. And I've got complete visibility at any time, right from my phone, computer, any of that stuff. Does this cost a tremendous amount of money or, or is it reasonable? It's incredibly reasonable. Subscription-based and every one of our customers looks at that. Really, honestly, the experience has been like cost is not an issue. So it's extremely reasonable. And you know, one of the neat things we do is if people are interested, we do a screen share with them and we show the entire software package to them up front so they can really see before they ever even make a decision if this is something that's going to benefit their operation or not. Real quick, I know we're running uh, against the clock here, but I want to talk about Highland Fresh Technologies. Uh, and you guys have some products that can help packing facilities, packing lines, and blueberries. Obviously, we got fresh packing lines, we got processed packing lines. Uh, what kind of products and services do you have from the Highland Fresh side? You know, we started Highland Fresh close to 16 years ago. The idea was that 
we wanted to go out and see if there was any new technology that was available for blueberry packers uh, and that sort of thing, all commodities, but we're specifically talking about blueberries here today in that cleaning and sanitation world. Most of the products that were out there that people complained about were, were very corrosive, would tear up their equipment, dangerous for employees, and we were able to find some patented products that eliminated that and became really a staple in the industry. We have the only soap that we know of that's ever been developed for produce. All the other cleaning soaps were brought over from the meat, dairy, and poultry industry, heavily chlorinated. They're food safe. I mean, they got the label on there. We developed one with no bleach, no acid, okay, and it dissolves sugar on contact. So literally, you can spray it on, wipe it off or hose it off, and it dissolves sugar on contact, and that's what's holding everything on a blueberry line or all over the floor. It's a mess when you're packing. So it's very, very quick to clean up without hurting the equipment, without any adverse effect on your employees. A lot of times I see like people using degreasers and stuff. That doesn't do anything for your packing line, does it? Yeah, it does. It eats it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll destroy it in no time at all. And that's why people wind up replacing PVC belts and equipment. Now, it's a little better in the blueberry world because almost everything's stainless steel. So it's a lot more resistant to that, but still is corrosive on that. So from a cleaning standpoint, we cut their cleaning time down dramatically, made it faster, safer. And then we have a patented sanitizer selector side, you know, one of the strong the spore killers known to man that they can mist on spray on their equipment and now they have cleaned and sanitized and they can verify the results with an ATP device so we have the whole package there and then you move into the IQF world we have a lot of customers who use our selector side on the berries before it goes through IQF and we found if we combine that with a fruit wash called CS9300, we have trials that actually show that yeast over time in storage, which is a big problem because the longer it's in storage, that number goes up. So yeast and molds, we know that we can drive those numbers down and a lot of customers rely on these products. Whether it's fresh or whether it's frozen, we've got some tremendous products on the hot and fresh side. And again, 16-year track record throughout the United States, Canada, and Mexico. Right, right. A customer using this product. You mentioned sanitation. Uh, Can any of those products be used like in the worker housing, transportation, right? Everybody is concerned about what can we do to help mitigate the spread of COVID. Can any of those products be used in, in that arena? Yes. Our sanitizer selectricide on the label is multi-use. So depending on the parts per million, it can be used on produce. It can be used on produce packing equipment or against viruses and things like that. COVID is on our label, just in a different parts per million. We have many customers that use it in break rooms, bathrooms, harvest crew buses, crew quarters, tractors, um, they can use it, again, to mitigate these viruses that are on surfaces, and, and that's a big way that it spreads right there. Our chief science officer, Frank Kelsey, has actually produced uh, not only podcasts, but documents on packing house good practices, GMPs for your packing house and your crew heart in that area. And you can access that on our website at highlandhasit.com. Some really great resources, especially in these times. Fantastic. Well, Walt, that's all the time that we have for today. And folks, I hope you enjoyed the discussion, the Q&A back and forth. Uh, I tried to put the farmer hat on and ask some questions that I know many of you have for us and our products, but hopefully you have a better idea of what we're doing here to to support specifically the blueberry supply chain, but it's also applicable to the rest of fresh produce. We're truly on a mission to provide digital solutions for farmers, packers, marketers to professionally run their ag businesses. If you have any questions or would like more information on anything that you heard today, feel free to look us up on our website at highlandhasit.com. 
Thanks for listening. Stay safe and have a great day. Thank you for joining us today. This podcast has been a presentation of Has Media, copyright 2020, all rights reserved. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Highland Ag Solutions and visit our website at highlandhasit.com. Thank you.